The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. We've done something a little differently for this Medjinomics. What is normal for us is we come into the studio and we share ideas for what a friend of Medjugorje wants to speak about. And as we were doing that today, it turned into a conversation and someone grabbed the recorder and just started to record our conversation. And that's how it played out, so we decided we'd just go with that, which made it a lot easier, but also enjoyable for us, so we hope you also enjoy it. Brokaw said it himself, and this is a direct quote, Juan. He said, we are at war, quote, with Donald Trump. Bill Maher said he's rooting for a recession because he wants Trump out of the White House. Greg's right. It's a profit motive. These people are crusading against the president. They want to protect the country against Donald Trump, and they're making a fortune doing that. Bezos owns the Washington Post. Carlos Slim owns the Times. They hate this president. The two cable companies, Phil Griffin, Jeff Zucker, the presidents, hate this president, and they're going on a 24-hour news cycle against him. If you look at the networks, 93% negative coverage against this president. The social media networks, all donating to Democrats, deplatforming conservatives. If you objectively look at this president, 
He has the same exact approval rating as Obama did at the same time. Nope. 90% approval rating among Republicans. We're at 3% growth now with the economy. We have peace and prosperity, historic upset against Hillary, and probably on the way to winning a second term. Yet the media calls this guy a lying, mentally ill racist who needs to be imprisoned or impeached. It is so unfair and disgusting what is happening right now. He has every right to say that fake news is the enemy of the American people. So the remarkable thing this guy says that these people, Brokaw and all them, saying we are at war with Trump. The fact of the matter is, is all these people represent something on the left in darkness and they're at war with Trump, what position does that put Trump in? Because it's not them who say it's a war. This is predated by 37 years ago when Our Lady says there is war. She's the first one that declared the war, not the politicians, not these people in office, no one. So you've got to go back to August 2nd, 1981, when she said the great message that we promote that nobody will even touch because they're scared to, a great struggle is about to unfold. What's going to unfold? A great struggle. How can we say that as a war? Because she says it's a great struggle. So how do we identify if that's going to be a war? That's going to unfold. Because she says it's between my son and Satan. And so the, what is the bounty? What are they fighting for? What's the war over for? What, what is the price? Human souls at stake. Well, Jesus gets souls into eternity, and Satan gets souls into eternity, and those are spiritual realms. So where do they come from? They come from the earth, which translates, if it's unfolding, what determines their eternity is what they do in this life, in this physical realm. And so it's a no-brainer that there will be war physically between man against man, and the ultimate goal is to bring them into eternity, one side or the other, light or dark. So this taking place is a war that was prophesied August 2nd, 1981. If you see that and you read these things and break down this message, and I've spoken about this through the years, to break down this message, what does the word unfold? Let's go back to that. If you got a sheet that you fold it up, you spread it out, it gets bigger. It starts off where well, you can put it on a little shelf. When you spread it out and cover a whole king-size bed, there's a king-size sheet that's being spread out that's bigger than what it was that we can conceive in any way August 2nd, 1981. So this is all folded up. It's all laid out. Now it's spread out. And we see it in the physical room very clearly. So I've been in this 32 years. It still surprises me why we have an overwhelming majority of people for us and understand it. You still have mentalities out there that are so warped, so messed up. They, they don't know how to address these things on a daily basis. And Mark, we got that feedback uh, y'all showed me yesterday. What was it? Saying, uh, remove me from your list, right-wing nut jobs. So we're nut jobs. So what does that make them? And that's where we fight this mentality over and over and over. Our ladies got to fight with that. Here's their, these are Medjugorje people. And because we speak in the physical realm of what this war was declared by Our Lady, somewhere it's gone through man's hands. 
And so when you see this, we hear this, it just amazes me. This is really what St. Paul was saying. It's neat being in Corinth and Athens, where St. Paul sat there and talked about the Corinthians. And he chastised them. You know, we don't have to chastise the sinners. They need mercy. Medjugorje people need to give that to them. But then we have these people saying, nut jobs. This is nothing wrote a letter saying, please stop sending me your mailings. Your embrace of Trump is wrong, so wrong, and your alignment with him is very sad. This is from Colorado. A man named Michael. These are Medjugorje people. What what do they see? Why do they see this? I think, really, that... Um in studying Q over the past several weeks, that he's up against the same thing, that he has all kinds of people that are responding to him, some just total rejection of what he's saying, not coming against him with real solid reasons or facts or a compelling argument, but just rejection. Then you have those who don't really want to put the effort into researching and thinking themselves, but they feel like this is the right way, so they're there, they're going along with it. Then you have those who've taken him at his word and are studying, are researching, are putting out their facts, are showing the research to everybody else so everyone else can partake of what they're finding out. And I I really see a real parallel of this way of cue is it's what we've been it's doing. so much what Our Lady is exactly is, what that you are doing. in Q's position. Our Lady is behind you. Q is President Trump and the military or whoever is making up Q is behind Q, and his job is to form the people out there to get them to understand really what is happening. But these people, these Medjugorje people, this is what the mentality Our Lady has the hardest to deal with, it, even in the parish of Medjugorje. They confine it to a minimal parameter that they set up, that this person here we just talked about, that we are right-wing nutjobs. See, they don't want to go anywhere in it. The other says, if I had known he was going to use the messages to get political views across, I wouldn't have bought it. Democrats are evil. I haven't seen Republicans do anything to stop abortions. See how uninformed this person is? They don't even know what they're talking about. The platform of the Republican Party is dead set against abortion. The platform of the Democrats are for it. So this is how lost Medjugorje people are. There is evil on both sides of politics. I'm disappointed that that is what the book is about. I only read a few pages and put it down. See a narrow... This has to frustrate Our Lady because she's been talking and they still don't get it. This Arlene May says, if I want to hear political news, I can turn on the TV. See, this is where they get the information from. They have no discernment. They have no understanding of really what Our Lady is doing. There's just not spiritual things. It's got to go into the physical side. And this war that she declared August of 81 is now coming to the confrontation physically. What we listened to just a few moments ago about the Brokaw and Bezo, Carlos Sims. I was with Carlos Sims. He's the richest guy in the world. Was at that time. He's not now. But I was in the same room with him. I had Maria with me in Mexico City. He was worth $70 billion at that time. And they're normal people. They're nice. We talked. I attended Mass with Carlos. So that doesn't mean that all of us on the same side going to Mass have the same ideas or understand our lady in the same way. 
your sources, all these people. You can sit down and have dinner with them. Well, they're good people. That's why the Cardinal told me in the Vatican, many good people are doing bad things. And we got to recognize that. It's our job to call people out. I call this Arlene May out. I call this Kathy Callaghan out. You're off base. We are to be looking at the political situation, the currency, the economic situation, everything. If a lady's going to change these things, how's she going to do it? If we don't apply the template of what I've always said, the template of the message is over everything. This is a classic example of the Medjugorje movement versus the Medjugorje phenomenon that we have here a supernatural event where where a heavenly being has come down from heaven and is doing something on the earth no less than when Jesus came down and God became a man and physically changed mankind we have the very same thing happening in the Medjugorje and I know in the past you've talked about this Medjugorje movement is a human thing it's like the fisherman who fishes with artificial bait the fish with the biggest mouth go after the artificial bait and they don't go after the real stuff and that that's the difference between the movement versus the phenomenon and the phenomenon is the heavenly being that is coming down to do battle like you said before with the August 2nd 1981 to do battle and these people are part of the movement they're not they they haven't embraced the phenomenon They've become part of they, a movement. They, they, they name it a movement. Right. It's not a movement. It's a Medjugorje human is thing. not a movement. It's a, hu- it's a human this thing. This is a divine intervention. Right. That's what everybody's got to understand. They, and so, if a divine intervention is, is to purify everything, then everything's got to be purified. Every segment. The Revelation is 666. We've got the system. They can track you. they got all the data. they got every, every single conversation on your cell phones is there. And they call it mining. They got a huge place. I think it's Colorado. Remember, we read about that. That they can go back any time, any date, backwards, and get your conversation put. They can't listen to billions and billions of conversation. But if they want to come after you, they can do it. And this is what we do have an antichrist system. And this is where our Medjugorje people are serious enough. They think this is another Fatima. And everything's hunky-dory. When, in fact, we are in the antichrist system. 666 is very interesting because that's a code number. That's how we recognize Antichrist. And people say, oh, I don't want to hear the 666 stuff, stuff. Well, then do you pay attention to 777? Seven of Fathers, Seven Hammer, Glory Beast. The book of Revelation talks about seven churches, seven candlesticks, seven angels. You know, I saw that clearly in Patmos last year. That we're in the middle of this. What was the thing about Trump about the 777? Uh, I think he was born on June 16, 1946. It was 70 years from the date that he was born to the date that he was elected into office. It was seven months from June of the, the month that he was born to January, the month that he was inaugurated as president. So 777. That's my point. 777 trumps 666. These are the things that Q writes to make you think and figure it out. But all these messages, we've been doing this for 30 plus years to figure out our messages. People still haven't understood our messages. All they want to do is talk about conversion. This is real clear what Alay's given to us, the charism, the calling to call down this mentality. I want you to read the preface. 
why I wrote this is kind of what I, what I wrote about the people. This is the problem we got. A narrow view of the, the messages, messages of the Virgin, of the Virgin Mary, Mary given, through her, given through her apparitions in Medjugorje minimizes the message. Our Lady has come to change the world. Her battle plan to conquer evil is her messages. These messages delivered by the Queen of Peace are from the spiritual realm, which teaches and encompasses everything that happens in the physical world. Everything. We see a plague in the world of Medjugorje that does not allow the passage of the message into everything in the physical world. There are plenty of such mentalities that prevail in the world of Medjugorje. While they would say this is not so, reality tells this truth. These are tiny mentalities, very narrow and closed. They accept what they want to hear and reject, ignore or limit the message's meaning in what they do not want to hear. It is why Our Lady said, February 2nd, 2011 You listen to me while I am speaking to you, but your hearts are closed and you are not hearing me. One has to open themselves up, look into the messages and every single aspect of life and how we live it. Everyone has underestimated the importance of Our Lady's words. We, we, from the, from voice, the voice and, and chair, chair Our, Lady Our Lady has granted Lady. us to have here at Caritas, trumpet the message's importance far beyond any part of the Medjugorje world. There is no avenue that is not to be touched by the messages. This is what I'm talking about. They just restrict it. I was told to restrict it out of the parish over and over and over. Just give the messages the way they are. Don't add it because they interpret when Our Lady said, don't add anything, don't take anything away. That means don't change the verbiage, the exact words. And here we come up years later. I've got three decades of catching it for this. And Our Lady says to interpret what? Revelations. What's Revelation? She spoke months before that saying, you're apostles of the Revelation. So the greater majority of Medjugorje hasn't got it yet. They still have not got it. I mean, I really understand Paul's mentality. When he said, you stupid Galatians, we have a lot of stupid people in Medjugorje. If we're going to love Our Lady and love everybody, we, we have to tell them, confront them, that this is wrong. There is no avenue that is not to be touched by the messages, that is not, not to, to be, be changed, changed and, and be stolen, stolen from the worldly and placed under the spiritual. This book will cover things that some mentalities will not be able to understand. This writing will help you on that path and broaden the narrow mentalities of Medjugorje people and priests that are out there that kill Our Lady's plans because of such mentalities, all the while thinking that Our Lady is just asking for a few basic things in changing one's life. Our Lady is looking for a purification of mentalities, and the world will not change until we open our hearts to her. The vastness of which she is calling us to respond to is way beyond what anyone can imagine, including even the visionaries. That is why she seriously says for us to pray three hours a day. Because the walls of narrow mentalities must be broken down through trumpets of prayer, as the walls of Jericho were broken down 
at the sound of the trumpets. I think that also too, people don't don't know history either. Big you know, time, they don't know yeah, history. I mean, very short history lesson. Okay, so God sends Jesus. Jesus raises up these twelve apostles. The Holy Spirit comes, and then what do people do? They break away from society and they make their own society. And those little societies that they made grew. They broke apart and got bigger. Christianity wasn't as unified in the very beginning as people think that it was. There was a lot of different factions of Christians in the beginning. There was a lot of divisions in it. You know, there was a lot of divisions on should they be should they be just like the Jews? Should they be like this? They were want, certain people were wanting to carry over what Jesus did and make everybody be just like the Jews, only believing in the Messiah. You know, and then and then Paul is the one who's really saying no. It's really going to be different. It's really supposed to be different. And so Paul was hard on the church. Right, he was very hard on the church, and and then so these little communities of people multiplied and grew and multiplied and grew, and they slowly went into positions of power and infected, if you will, certain aspects of society, government, law, and for seventeen hundred years, Christianity infected government to the point where it couldn't go any more perfect when it reached the point where it literally could not get any more perfected, it bloomed out in the American Revolution. So the whole concept of the United States as a Christian nation, like you've always said, it's a Christian nation. I don't think people understand what you mean when you're saying that. You're not saying a bunch of Christian men decided to make a country. What you're really saying is, is Christianity had grown to such a degree infecting every aspect of society, government, how people rule, money, every everything to the point where it became something physical and that physical becoming was the American Revolution. And so it would only make sense that Satan would attack that, would go against it. But what you're what you're talking about now is the exact same thing that happened. It's happening right now in Medjugorje. That our lady's coming to do the very same thing to infect every aspect of society and it's the movement mentality. It's a, such a boring way to look at Medjugorje. It's more than boring. It's locking and confining, walling up Medjugorje in the spiritual realm. And that's where it's going to stay. The visionaries have been told not to put out certain messages. The visionaries have been stymied from going out. They don't want to physically even go all over the place, or Maria, or anybody else. They just want one thing. And it's very selfish and very, very damaging. Just get Medjugorje approved. And everybody in the Medjugorje has tried to do that. I've never been for that. I know we kill Medjugorje. Do you want approval from the current church? Do I seek approval? No, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I mean, look. I don't at, want approval from the, the church. What the I do? Right now. I don't. Yeah. Look at what they embrace. Yeah. Do we, do we want that kind of church embracing Medjugorje? We've got probably a, 75 to 100 evangelization committees and projects and stuff in the diocese. Put them all together, they don't come close to the conversion that comes through this mission or amending their lives. Not just about becoming Catholic; it's about living differently. And so you have this person said, "If I want to hear political news, I can watch TV." Really? That's where you get from. You had Tokyo Rose in World War Two. I remember my dad talking about it and what she would do, and all the soldiers at night would hear her. She had a real sweet voice, and she was known to the GIs, and she gave propaganda, and she would confuse them. They put a face, a sweet face to something that was very, very wicked. And we've got the same thing. So we put a sweet face, said, TV, I get my political news. That's why you're messed up. This person's messed up. You're not growing. I've said how many times to y'all, 
and also in my writings, conversion is metanoia. Metanoia means change your mentality. We've got a whole horde of people in Missouri that's not changing the mentalities. They want to fit the messages according to the mentality of the world, television, these kinds of things, etc. For these people out there that we talk about, that thinking endorsing Trump, we're against Our Lady, or we're politicizing something, we're way off base. It shows a, a reflection that even though people have devotion to Our Lady, they haven't gone through conversion to Our Lady's mentality of what she's trying to show us. People are brainwashed. Our Lady's come here to wash our brain. And if they don't open their heart to it, they don't get it. That's that's the problem right there. That's why I got so much resistance in the beginning. The challenge was to point people to the messages because they weren't interested in the messages. And to some degree, you could say that for the whole Medjugorje world, it's still the same way. Our base and people who follow what we do all over the world is the strongest, potent part of Medjugorje. It's, it's the powerhouse. And they're the transmitters of the messages to the future. Because I know where our writings and what we're doing will be the mainstay a hundred years from now about what Medjugorje was. And it will be a was. It's going to be a life thing. We go back to the message of our lady says, you are irreplaceable, unrepeatable. Because we're walking with her and we're putting into life in real time what she's saying to do that millions, no, no, billions will be doing in the future. So that's our work is trying to get people to to break open these mentalities. So Jesus, with his 12 apostles, he only batted 92%. He lost one of the 12. So you could take that to the bank all the way through. No, you can't take that to the bank because we don't get the batting average Jesus had. If he can't do it, and he's God, well, do we expect everybody going to follow Our Lady? So this was an easy broadcast. And sometimes we get in some pretty lively broadcasts. This was more a little bit low-key, but it made some important points of the cancer that is in Medjugorje. Jesus had cancer in his followers. He had really holy people, mediocre people. There are many things that happened in the early church that went off in the wrong direction. And so our ladies established with us with what we do and gave us this voice to give a fingerprint 100, 200, 300 years from now of what those who were walking with the lady and put it into a way of life, which is a very difficult thing to do and filled with a lot of persecutions. So we don't apologize for what we say because we do have this cancer in the Medjugorje world and it's got to be cleaned up and purified. And we do that ourselves first. We're not saying that about everybody else. Our first place we look is our own heart's That's why we have to pray three hours a day. That's why we have to fast regularly. That's why we just got to finish a nine-day bread and water fast. Because we're in a position that we have to do that. To keep our bearings and our frequency correct and aligned with Our Lady. And to be able to recognize those who reject what we say is okay. We don't have a problem with it. That's your free choice. But you're not aligned with the people who have put their whole life into the words of February 25th, 1988, sacrifice your life for the salvation of the world. We exist for that. Our life doesn't belong to us because a lady said it didn't. She says on another message, your life does not belong to you, but is to be spent to bring others toward eternal life. 
And with that thought, I leave you. We wish you a lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.